Continuing in our series of the Memches Kinyane Torah, after a little bit of a break, we pick up with uh, the next two of the Kinyanim as we head into the home stretch. And the first one for today's year is Mesiyashev Libo Bitamidov. Batamido, excuse me. The question is, of course, what does that mean to be Mesiyashev Libo, to settle your heart or something in your learning? So there are a number of different uh, and interesting interpretations, each of which uh, have great insight uh, for learning, for maintaining one learning, uh, and for growth. So the first uh, interpretation uh, suggested initially by the Medrash Shmuel uh, is that there are, he says, three different techniques, uh, all of which he says are aimed at how you learn with the aim of remembering what you learn. That seems to be the key according to the Medrash Shmuel. How can you be misyashev libo betamudo? How can you retain the learning? So the first thing that he says is that you shouldn't learn haphazardly. Rather, not haphazardly or intermittently, but rather, derach keva, bekvius, to focus on your learning and to do it at a set time. The Tiferes Yisrael, actually earlier in Avos in Perak Aleph, uh, suggests that one of the meetings of Keva is to be consistent, not bit by bit, don't learn too many things and a little bit this, a little bit that, then learn something else, but rather to be Keva, to be consistent and to focus on a few things, everything you can do that makes the learning consistent, consistent location, consistent time, all of these things, he says, will aid in memory. Anything that you do repetitively and consistently, that's something that has the ability to help with memory, as opposed to anything that is, you know, veering from that will harm uh, one's ability to have memory. Those are kind of practical things in terms of, you know, consistent time you learn, consistent time, and what you and what you learn. Rav uh, in an essay in By His Light, and this is also uh, in the Mashkiach, uh, Yeruchim Levavitz, and the Das Chachma Umusser, also make the point that there's another meaning of kvius, not only the idea of consistency with what or when or how you learn, but also a way of looking at life through the lens of Torah, making the kvius of your life, the primary anchor of your life, be Torah. If that's the ikr of your day, so then that counts as a form of keva. So this is, all these are different interpretations, the Medrash Shmuel, the Tzfer Yisrael, or of Lichtenstein, all different ways of saying that the first idea of Misyashev Libo Batamudo has to do with how you learn, number one, how you should learn, do it derach keva, even on a practical level, having charusa time or shir time that are consistent, not doing too much, um, and not learning haphazardly, and as Rav Lichtenstein said, in a kind of a more principled way, uh, making learning the kvius of your life. All of these things will help define you and certainly give you success in your learning. A second idea, going back to the Medrash Shmuel, in terms of how you learn, is says the Medrash Shmuel, you should be lomeid, be yishuv benachas, Don't learn uh, too quickly. Don't be running from one thing to the next. Uh, the Rachaim Velazhiner and the Rachaim also goes with this idea. And he says... Learn slowly, carefully, in a deliberate manner, weigh the ideas, consider the arguments, don't be rushing uh, so fast. Maharal, as well, uh, seems to go in this direction. Eno kofetz lefalpel. Don't be running to start, you know, pilpul and quickly doing razzle-dazzle stuff. Do things more slowly, do things more methodically, so that we will 
be able to have more success in learning and more retention in one's learning. Rabbi Lau uh, notes that we have had a previous Mida that also seemed to speak about deliberate and careful learning, to learn b'metinut, as he puts it. For example, we had uh, Binas Halev, uh, we talked about Siag Ledvarov. So how come we're repeating it now? So Rabbi Lau explains that those earlier uh, Kinyanim, earlier in our list, earlier in our series, those were how to get Torah. However, this, Misyashev Belimudo, is once you've already learned the sugi, you have a lot of Torah, there's a temptation to go quickly to jump to conclusions. And he says, rather, even at that later stage, still remember, be deliberate, learn b'yishuvu benachas v'lo b'mihirut. That's a second uh, interpretation of the Medrash Shmuel, again, part of the overall approach that we've seen until now, which is that this Kinyan is all about how you learn. And then the third interpretation that the Medrash Shmuel himself suggests is that after you finish your learning, even when you're done, until now we've been talking about how you learn, says the Medrash Shmuel, but once you finish learning a particular sugya, after you've done that, sit on it a little bit, contemplate it, allow it to settle in, then you will likely not forget it. So altogether we saw three interpretations, all in the Medr Shmuel, and in the first two we augmented that and developed the two ideas with uh, additional sources, but all three ideas, not learning haphazardly, not learning too quickly, and then sitting on things and contemplating them and allowing them to settle even after you've learned, all of which are strategies and techniques for making Torah more primary in your life and hopefully actually giving you more success not only in the learning itself, but there seems to be an emphasis on success in retaining your learning. That is all for all the differences and nuances between those three ideas, but they all have one common denominator, and that is that all of these interpretations see Mesiashev Libo Betamudo excuse me, uh, as a Kenyan that has to do with how you learn. That was number one, how you learn. However, there are other Mepharshim that suggest that it is something else. Um, the Lechem Shemayim, Rav Yaakov Emden says, that Mishyashev B'Tamudo means you should be focusing on the reasons uh, for the Din. That the more you focus on the reasons of mitzvos, that is what's going to help you um, understand, and not only understand, but then retain the learning to a greater degree, not about how fast you learn or if you're learning haphazardly or running from topic to topic or you have inconsistency in your schedule, but rather focus on the reasons for mitzvot that will help you understand and remember them better. Uh, and this is evidence actually in two very important Gemaras. The Gemara in Erevin, Dafnun Gimel, and Aleph contrasts the Bnei Yehuda, the Golu Masechta, and as a result, Niskaimu Talmudam, Biyadam, versus the Bnei Galil, who didn't, they weren't Galu Masechta, and as a result, Lo Niskaimu Talmudam. So of course the key to that Gemara is what does Galu Masechta mean? What did Bnei Yehuda have that the Bnei Galil did not? And Rashi says exactly this point. The Galu Masechta means that they explained the reasons for things that they were learning, and that led to the memory, the Niskaimu Talmudam Biyadam. The Gemara in Nida Daf Chavdal in says as well, in the name of Abaye, advising the Rabbanim, that when you're teaching, Yomar Bagam Tam HaDavar, the more you understand the reasons for things, the greater retention they will be. So, again, this idea of the Rav Yaakov Emden shares in common with, to some extent, with what we saw beforehand, that there's a certain focus on helping you retain your learning. Uh, but unlike the techniques or pedagogic techniques or learning styles or schedule advice of the first group of Mepharshim, Rav Yaakov Emden says this is a very specific and narrow idea, and that is focus on the reasons for learning.
The Tiferes Yisrael actually has a completely, completely different interpretation and suggests that this is specifically a Kenyan for the Rebbe, for the Rabbi, for the Rosh Hashiva, for the Magachir. This is someone who's about to teach Torah, and that person is being told, Mesiyashiv Libo Batamudo, before you give a shear, organize your thoughts. Mesiyashiv Libo, organize your thoughts, organize your shear, make sure that the Torah that you're giving over, the Torah that you're teaching, is organized and cohesive. Um, there is an incredible, incredible medrash uh, in the Tanhuma in Parshat Yisro. Uh, and you can also find a version of it, not exactly the same, but a version of it, the same idea in Shmos Rabbah Parshamem, which I actually found so uh, influential and inspiring and instructive that uh, for many years in my uh, rabbinic office in Baltimore, I had a copy of the Tanhuma hanging up in my office. And the reason is because it, teaches us something amazing. It tells us in the story of Matan Torah and Har Sinai that Lamedcha HaTorah Sh'im Tia Ben Torah Lo Tia Ruchacha Gasa Lomar Devar Lifnei Atzibor Ad Shetif Shorota Ben Chau Ben Atzbcha Shnaim Shloshe Pamim So the Medrash says <coughs> there's an absolute key that a person should be serious enough humble enough uh, have enough of a kavod tzibur that they shouldn't just uh, get up and wing it uh, when they're teaching Torah, when they're giving a, a speech or a drush or giving a shear. Rather, should practice it, organize it, and really even practice it to themselves two or three times. The Gemara goes on to tell a story with Rabbi Akiva that highlights uh, this point. Lo nimneti likros ella al parsha shnaim wouldn't speak Rabbi Akiva if he hadn't practiced. But then the medrash gets to the real. Uh, Climax, which is the most amazing part, which tells us, how do we know this? How do we know this in general? How did Rabbi Kiva know this? And says the Medrash, amazingly, astoundingly, Shekain Matsinu, Bahakarosh Barhu, because God Himself practices. Shu no saying, Manela Shon Lakobrios, Vatorah, Glue, Lafanav, and nevertheless, even though everything is clear to Him, everything He knew, everything perfect, nevertheless, Hakarosh Barhu practiced before He gave the Torah. Kaddish Baruch Hu himself practiced two or three times before Har Sinai. Amazing. Kaddish Baruch Hu. The Torah is gluya v'lefanav in the words of the Medrash. You know, what does Hashem need to practice? Hashem doesn't get stage fright. Hashem's not going to forget the content. It's God Almighty. And yet, says the Medrash, based on this, Kaddish Baruch Hu practiced. And from that, we learn that we need to practice, review, organize our thoughts before we teach. So all of this is by way of supporting the interpretation that Tzfaris Yisrael, that this is not about uh, the process of learning, but rather Mesiasev Libo Batamudo is a specific direction and guide for the one who's already achieved the learning, is now teaching to be a better and proper teacher. Uh, and last but not least, uh, Rabbi Lau quotes an idea from the Svasemis. I did not find it in the Svasemis himself. I did not track it down successfully, but Rabbi Lau quotes this from the Svasemis. That Mesiyashiv Libo Batamudo means you should focus on your heart. Libo Batamudo. The focus is on your heart, namely what happens to your heart when you learn. Uh, you're distracted with a full day's work and concerns, but then you start learning. You open up the Sefer, you open up the Gemara. If your heart is misyashev, if your heart becomes calmed and settled, that's a simon says the svasem as they have true drakos in Hakadosh Baruch Hu. This is not so much a strategy, but a siman, an indication. How do you know if you've reached the level where you're almost done with the Kenyan Torah? You've reached a certain level of mastery and of ex- expertise in learning. Again, 
not just about the level of your learning. It could be Dafka talking with someone who's not a uh, quote-unquote professional learner, professional rabbi, someone who Dafka has all sorts of other distractions during the day. But says Asfas if you've reached the level of proper appreciation of the Torah and the Dveikos with Hashem, so then when you open up the Sefer, when you begin to learn, Mesyashev Libo Betamudo, your heart will become calm, you'll become settled. There's a certain alignment of what you're doing with your ultimate purpose. And if you're really in that right zone, that sense of alignment and calm and Mesyashev Libo will come over you, Betamudo, when you start learning. So just to review, we saw in the big picture four different interpretations of what this uh, Kinyan is referring to. Uh, number one was a multiplicity of interpretations, but all of which, which shared the common uh, denominator, which is how you learn. Uh, we should learn Bekeva and not haphazardly or intermittently. We, that's the idea of of, of Keva, we mentioned uh, parenthetically for Vluchtenstein that Keva might also be making Torah the most important thing in your life, even if you don't have that much time to do it. But that was all the first idea. Within that, we saw another variation from the Medrash Shmuel. You should learn Beyushuv Ubenachas, not too fast. And then we saw similarly that even after you finish learning, don't, so to speak, run off to the next thing you're doing, but give it a moment to settle, uh, to sink in, reflect on what you learned. So 1A, 1B, 1C. Three different ways to learn in a way that will make you retain your learning. The second thing we saw was from Rav Yaakov Emden, that you should focus on the reasons for mitzvot, not just uh, the letters of the law or the dry halacha, quote-unquote, but by adding the reason, adding the tam, that will help you remember and retain the learning. And then we saw number three was the Tiferes Yisrael, supported by the amazing Medrash, that this is specifically guidance or advice for the rabbi or the teacher before they give the shir to be organized and to practice. And lastly, we just saw this idea from the Svasemes that it's actually not talking about what you need to do as a student or a teacher, but rather an indication of what level you've achieved. If you are calmed and uh, you kind of get into the groove and you have a certain alignment, uh, when you open that Sefer, as opposed, that shows that you're, you're where you need to be. If you feel a certain struggle or certain, you know, inability to have that level of calm and you're more jittery, so to speak. So, kolakavod to you that you're still learning, kolakavod that you're focusing and being mitkaber and struggling, but it also is an indication so the that you're not yet where you need to be. But when a person is truly in that proper place at Vekus, so then when they start learning, uh, other things kind of melt away and you become calm and settled. And until you've gotten to that point, there's still room to grow. Okay, uh, our second uh, and last uh, topic for today is the next uh, Kenyan, different uh, Girsaos, but we'll refer to this as Sho'el Umeshiv, to ask and to answer. So what is this referring to? So uh, a number of Mepharshim, uh, including the Tiferes Yisrael and the Medr Shmuel, uh, say that this is Pshutokim Ashmo, this is highlighting the importance of asking questions. Tiferes Yisrael says, Kirach Aidei Shilot Vichuvot, only if you give over the shir, if you teach something in the, in the method of Q&A, that didactic method of questions and answers back and forth, that's the way things can get clarified, that's the way things that are uh, retained. The Medrash Shmuel adds that this does not mean, because it's not just Shoal, it is Meshiv. So it says Medrash Shmuel, this does not just mean that you know the answer, uh, show, you know, because that's obvious that... Um, 
obviously a person who can do that, who already knows, who can be Shoal and Meshiv, so obviously that person already would have a Kenya Torah. That's a person who's already Tamachachim, was the mastery of it. So what does that mean? You know how to ask questions, Shoal u Meshiv. Rather, he says, it means you know how to ask questions to the point because through strong questions you'll get clarity and acquire the Torah. There are certain kind of questions which are distracting, certain kind of questions which are not really on the point. Says the Medrash Shmuel, if you want to get to the point where you truly have a mastery of learning, you have to learn which questions to ask. Shoel umeshiv. You know to ask questions that are to the point, which will then lead to the ability to get to the bottom, to get to the key, to get to the solution, to get to the interpretation of the sugya, that will lead to you being able to be meshiv. So according to the Medrash Shmuel, this is still very much a... Pr- a kinyan that helps in the process of acquiring a Torah. The Gemara Brachos has an amazing uh, limud uh, that teaches us this combined idea how questions and the right questions, but specifically not being embarrassed to ask questions, are the keys to eventually learning. And the Pasuk says in Mishle, in Periklamid, im navalta im zamut yad lapeh. Very difficult kind of pasuk to translate, let alone to understand. But somehow it's navalta bihisnase. But then zamus yad lapeh, covering your mouth with your hand, what is going on? So the Gemara Brachos explains that the first half of the Pasuk is saying, if you're minavel yourself, if you embarrass yourself for the sake of growing, for the sake of divrei Torah. In other words, you ask a question, even if other people might make fun of you, you'd be embarrassed, you have to, in front of your friends or in front of your teachers. Im nevalta. If you are willing to embarrass yourself, eventually you'll be praised, eventually you'll get to that point where you'll become a Tamachacham because you're willing to ask the questions. But if you remain quiet, then in Zamut, if you don't do it, you ask questions, you don't ask the questions because you're embarrassed, eventually Yad Lepeh. People will ask you and you won't know the answer. And since you won't know the answer, you'll kind of have to cover your mouth in embarrassment. So kind of a difficult puzzle and an awkward kind of a drusha just to mechanically but the point, which is quite powerful, is that it's worth it in the in the short term to embarrass yourself, as it were, um, or discomfort yourself, as it were, in the learning process, because in the long run, that will allow you to be the kind of person who, on the contrary, gets um, the proper respect of someone who knows significant Torah, but if in the short term you're not willing to have that discomfort or that embarrassment, then in the long term you'll have much more, since you will be left bereft and ignorant of the information, you won't be able to be a proper parent-slash-guide-slash-teacher. It's also important to note, if we're highlighting the importance of questions, that they're not just good for the student, which is what we've been focusing on until now, but questions can, of course, be fantastic and important for the teacher as well. As the Gemara Antinus very famously says, mitalmidai yoser mikulam, you can learn more from your teachers than you can from your students. Your students, you can learn more from your students then the student can learn from the teacher because through the questions of the students, that sharpens the teacher's knowledge itself. Similarly, the Gemara in Bab Metziah, Daf Peidalad, says that when it comes not only to teachers and students in both directions, but also when it comes to harusas, the Gemara very famously and dramatically talks about how when Reish Lakish died and Rabbi Yochanan was despondent that his harusa had passed away and they brought him all sorts of other harusas who whenever he would give a halacha, would these brilliant Talmidim would give 10 proofs, 20 proofs, 30 proofs to why Rabbi Yochanan was correct. And he was still upset and despondent. And he explained that, that you've got it all wrong. That's not what I need a chavrusa for. I need someone like Reish Lakish who asked 24 questions on anything that I would say. And then, said Rabbi Yochanan, I would answer his 24 questions. Memela, the Torah, would grow from that question and answer. So whether you're the teacher, whether you're the Talmud, or whether you're the chavrusa, um, well-placed, sincere questions to the point 
are critical, critical for learning, and that perhaps is the interpretation. That's what we're focusing on here in this Kenyan of Shoel Umeshiv. Other uh, sources indicate something slightly different, not so much a Kenyan of what is necessary to achieve mastery in learning, but perhaps, as we have seen uh, this dialectic back and forth, uh, other sources indicate that perhaps we're talking about not something that you need to acquire learning, but rather what is an indication that you have acquired the learning, that you've already reached a certain summit of success, that you've already reached a certain level of proficiency. Avos Rabbi Nassan tells us in Nuscha Aleph, Perak Mem Aleph, that there are three types of Tamir Chachamim. And the highest level is Shoel Umeshiv. The point seems to be that if people ask you questions and you answer them crisply, you know how to answer them right away, that shows that you have reached the highest level, that ability to answer questions without hesitation. This brings to mind the more well-known drasha in Kiddushin and Daflam and Aleph on the Pasuk of Vishinantem. What does that mean, Vishinantem? In Kriyashma, Shehei Divrei Torah Mechudadin Befiha. It's a different interpretation of the word Vishinantem, that it should be sharp, crisp, easily coming out of your mouth. You should know Torah so well that you can answer without any hesitation. So we saw when we started this uh, Kenyan just a few moments ago that the Meder Shmuel specifically rejected this as an interpretation. He said, no, we're not talking about just, it means that someone who can answer all the questions because that's not a way to get Torah, that's someone who already has Torah. And in fact, exactly as the Meder Shmuel and the Tefer Shrol interpreted, and we brought other Gemaras to support it, if you view this as a Kenyan that is helping achieve mastery of Torah, then the Meder Shmuel's point is well taken, and therefore we need to go with the other interpretation, the first one we started with, the importance of questions helping you achieve mastery of Torah. I'm just pointing out that there's a second interpretation, which is in a certain sense the exact opposite, exactly what the Meder Shmuel rejected, the office of Rabbi Nassim seems to be accepting, that is that we're not talking about a particular attribute now that is necessary to acquire Torah, that we've seen earlier, rather now as we're getting to the end of the list, this is a attribute that indicates someone who has achieved that mastery, that they have the ability to be sholom, eshiv, vishinantem, that they don't hesitate at all. On the other hand, it is important um, to note that sholom, eshiv, may also tell us you have to have the ability to answer without hesitation. But Rashi says, you still have to be careful as the teacher not to answer too quickly. Don't interrupt the questioner. Wait until he or she finishes asking the question so that you can properly consider the question before you give the answer. Sho'el, let the question really be fully asked and sink in, then meshiv, and only then uh, answer. Another uh, idea which is also quite important, which is related to all of this, uh, is another point that the Meder Shmuel makes. Uh, there's another girsa that seems to say, Sho'el Ki'inyan, and not just Sho'el meshiv, but Sho'el Ki'inyan. And the Meder Shmuel elaborates on that, meaning to say, specifically asked on topic. You should ask on topic. Don't confuse yourself or your teacher uh, with asking things which are unrelated to what is being currently studied because then you'll just get confused and you won't understand the topic. This is actually in Gemar Shabbos, Tav Gimel Bet, the advice that Rabbi Chia gave to Rav, that when Rebbe is learning one Masechet, don't come and ask him from another Masechet because even Rebbe, you might embarrass him. Dilma Lavadate. Maybe he's not you know, learning that at the moment uh, so well. And Rav Yaakov Emden in the Lechem Shemaim says, makes the obvious uh, deduction, the obvious Kavachomer, in Berebikach, if the Gemara is telling you even for the great Rebbe, you shouldn't ask him something that he's not learning because he might be embarrassed and uh, might be c- confused. So in Berebikach, Anan Yasme di Yasme Manane Basre. We who are the, you know, the orphans of the orphans compared to Rebbe's mastery of Torah, so all the more so in our own day, in our own generation, we should not 
you know, just randomly be asking people questions if it's not clear that they're holding it all in that sugya. Be very, very careful not to confuse yourself or them, and more importantly, not to embarrass them as well. That was the, the point of the Medrash Shmuel and the Lechem Shemaim. The Tzfaris Yisrael also has this gear of Shoel Ki'inyan, stay on topic, and then Meshiv Kehalacha. And that is to say, answer to the point and not to show off how smart you are. The questioner should stay to the point, but show so the, uh, the person who's answering uh, the question. Rabbi Lau, in a variation of this, says that when you're answering, Meshiv Kehalacha, you must relate not only to the content of the question, but also to the personality of the questioner. As every posek and really good teacher knows, it's not just the content of the question, but also who's asking the question that will impact to some extent how you answer the question or how you explain uh, the text or the source. So if you have this variation of the girsa, shol kinyan, and meshiv kahalacha, so then we're not talking about just generally the importance of questions or generally the importance uh, or the significance of the mastery and the ability to answer questions, but now we're obviously very clearly talking about what type of questions and what type of answers you give. Um... Last but not least, um, the Chassid Yaivitz in uh, the Hakdama to the whole uh, Limud of the Memchas Kinyanim, he points out that the final six Kinyanim, we did two of them, and now we have four remaining, but the final six, starting with the two we've done today, he says, you know, the, all of these are strange because they seem to be very fundamental. Mesyashev Libo Betalmudo, Shoel, Meshiv, you know, be organized, review, don't go too fast, ask good questions. I mean, these are like the Aleph Bays of, you know, you don't need a master's in education for this. These seem to be very basic and fundamental, and they should really be um, much earlier in the list. You know, you shouldn't be up into the 40s of the Kenyanim, which we're up to towards the end, and only now you're getting to these. They should have been much earlier in the list if that's what we're talking about. How could a person, you know, even get to the point of being an Adam HaShalem if they don't have uh, these way earlier? So the Chassid Yaivitz answers that uh, by, that in fact, yes, there are, Kinyanim earlier in the list that overlap and indicate many of these ideas, but we have them here as well at the end of the list, getting to the home stretch, and it comes to teach us that even after you've accomplished so much, even after you already are a proficient Talmud Chacham, even after you already have almost a complete mastery of Torah, don't think you're done. On the contrary, at this point, you truly recognize where you're lacking, and then you need to return to the basics. Even though you've already reached a certain level, but that's a time to double down on the basics that got you to this point and not to get arrogant or careless and think, well, now that I'm at this point, I'm at the end of the end of the list, I'm towards the top of the mountain, I can move away from uh, the rigorous uh, basic foundations which I had that got me here and, so to speak, be a knocker, be a little bit uh, more of a show-off and I don't need to go with the basics. You have to keep your proper technique, keep the proper basics which got you there from the beginning where Choser now on some of those at the end to show even when you've gotten to the top of the mountain, even when you are a Tamachacham, even when you have a significant mastery of Torah, don't forget that these basic points, Mesiyashiv, Libo, Betamudo, Shoel, Miyashiv, all that stuff, it was important in the beginning and it's just as important as you've gotten now to a much more advanced level in your learning.